people of Ghana you're welcome to adulting by Adadi the hottest podcast by a lovely teenager <laughs> I'm your host Chloe Adadi buckle up and get ready to ride with me on this journey final stop adulthood so growing up as an African or growing up in Ghana isn't easy at all Age tends to restrict a lot of things that we do, a lot of things that we say, what we eat, how we act, how we act. I mean, you have to conform to societal rules as a child. So far as you are not married or you are not live making your own living and you live under your parents' roof and are still in the university my child you are a baby you have no say or you have no wit (laughs) that's what we are made to believe and made to think so i talk about stuff i talk about stuff that we struggle with growing up and struggle with as adults so get ready to have a lot of fun today the topic is very basic one thing that people put an age restriction on even youngsters is dating you heard me dating so personally i think dating is is, let me explain dating first Dating is when you find someone, a partner, and you feel like, okay, we can work together, we could be, we could be buddies, let me say, but then to another level. Dating is friendship to another level. So why it's so hard for people to understand that there's no age restriction to freaking dating. Okay, there is, but the moment you enter university, you know, you should know that you are old enough to handle your own stuff. If you're old enough to live alone without your parents being around or without any guidance, then you should know that you can actually date. So why do you guys have to make dating look so big? Come on. Okay, so personally, when I was in high school, I had friends who were dating, and I didn't have a problem with it, but personally again i didn't date in high school because of the way my mom reacted when i dated when i was in jhs okay so i got a boyfriend in jhs my mom found out about it she got pissed she killed me and i resurrected thank god that's my testimony (laughs) yes so i was very careful not to fall into that same situation because it was messy i had my cousins coming in my uncles coming in and it was bad so i tried to stay out of trouble because high school is not a place that i want to be in a bad spot with my mom like shoot yeah so finally 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 i finished high school and after high school i thought man why do i still have to live in that bubble of not dating because i'm afraid of what my mama think 
So I took a chill pill, and I still, I'm taking my chill pill. I'm not going to tell you if I have a boo or not. There's some people listening that don't need to know. (laughs) Okay, so the reason why I am making this podcast about dating is because we are in the university, we are, yes, we are in the university, and everything around us is different, okay, so are boys, and so are relationships, everything is just freaking different, and everything is just freaking complicated, because you don't even understand yourself in the first place, but then I feel like if you're in the university, you are that's your take to date. I don't know why you're waiting. Parents and adults will say, adults will say, you have to be 21, you have to be 22, you have to be 30, Ooh, 30, no, <laughs> but you have to be, you know, you have to be above, like, the regular age, you have to be above 21 to date, that's his level 300 or 400 before you date, bruh. When I am done with my university, I am going to get my master's. After my master's, I am freaking getting locked down. I'm getting myself a boo. By a boo, I mean I'm getting myself a husband. I cannot be 30 struggling to give birth. I have to give birth, procreate early. You understand? Find love early so I can enjoy it. My children can also say they have a young mom. You get me. So how am I supposed to get a husband right after my masters if I am in university just saying, ah, no dating for me. I'm too young to date. You're not too young to date, sister. Get up. You're annoying me. <laughs> yes. You're never too young to date in the university. Even if you're 16 in the university, my personal thought is you are old enough to date unless you personally you have your own reasons why you're not into dating that is you nobody can come and tell you different i cannot even come and tell you that my sister my brother date you have your reasons why you're not dating and that's on you but for me i think when you're in the university you are old enough to date no one should tell you different no one should tell you different. You will hear pastors preaching about how you are not supposed to date in the university. Come on. They themselves, they dated. I don't know why they're making this so hard on us. This lockdown is stressing a girl. I just want to go out. Is that difficult? But guys, stay home. <laughs> Anyways, we're back, we're back, we're back. <laughs> okay, so the next... Thing I'm going to talk about is societal thoughts about a teenager or a university student dating. So let me tell you, when you tell your mother, if you have a mother that is, you know, quite difficult, if you tell or an adult that's quite difficult, the first thing that you are dating, if you tell an adult that's difficult that you are dating, the first thing that they think about is, mm, you're having sex. Mm-mm. She's having sex. She's gonna bring a baby home. He's gonna get a girl. He's gonna knock a girl up. So then they start to tell you, nah, you're not ready for it. Mm-mm. Wait for the right time. God's time is the best. But they're not God and they cannot tell you what time is the best. If God comes to tell you what time is the best, then you have to listen, my sister and my brother. Anyways, so societal thoughts keep suppressing our dating lives. So an example, let me give you a scenario. A scenario is when 
you know, when we are in university or when we are in school, the thing our parents want us to do is learn. They want us to learn and produce good grades. And most parents, I don't understand. I don't know why some parents think that when we come to school, all we do is learn. Definitely, we socialize. Definitely, we fall in love. It's normal. They did it, and I don't care why they do not want us to do it. Falling in love is because getting infatuated. I hope I use the word right. By someone is normal in the university. Sometimes you get a crush, and then a crush can lead into lead into something else. Do you get me? All right. <laughs> okay. So, the biggest problem is what the society thinks when you tell them, "Oh, I'm nineteen. Do you have a boyfriend?" Oh, yes, I have a boyfriend. They start to think this girl is a bad girl because she's having sex, or this boy is a bad girl because he's having sex because he has a he has a girlfriend, which is quite wrong, because you cannot you cannot judge somebody's relationship from an outside view. How the hell do you know if I am having sex or not? How did you know this? Do you get me? I hope you understand what I'm talking about here. Society will always have something to say, especially if you are young. You know, they believe that if you are young, you are supposed to keep quiet when your elders are talking. That's his respect. They believe that if you are young, when an elderly person is doing something wrong, you are not supposed to even comment on it, just obey. That is their form of respect. But we are growing up and then most of us are getting to the point where we can stand up for ourselves when things are going wrong. So if you are, you've been able to, or if you see me in the university, or you see me doing my course in my second year, my third year, my first year of the university, you see me living my university life, and then you come and tell me, mm, I never said I was not learning. Yeah, I never said I was not learning. But I am doing other social stuff that all incorporate into the university life. Else I just came to school to come and flip through books, get a, a, a couple of grades and step out. I have no life skill. I have no, no knowledge about life or no knowledge about how to take care of myself when there is no work actual work do you get me university is where you build up your characters where you get to know who you truly are so that's also where you can get to know your partner i don't know why the society will not understand that you dating does not it does not it does not affect anything some people okay some people are in toxic relationships that sort of make them shaky with their academics that is another side yeah if you know you're in a toxic relationship it's hurting your academics you know what to do even grown-ups grown grown-ups when they're in a marriage or when you're, you're in a marriage and your marriage is hurting you more than it's helping you what do they do they get divorced divorce divorce i never knew how to pronounce the word well <laughs> divorce they get a divorce so what stops you, young lady, young man, who is just in the second year of the university from from breaking up with that boy you've known for a few months or a year? Come on. We also worry ourselves sometimes. We make it so hard for the society to trust that we can date. Because we end up doing crazy shit. We end up doing crazy shit. And I'm not exempted. I do some crazy shit myself. Yeah. So that is what I think about 
what the society thinks. I think the society should just chill the fuck out. Just chill the fuck out. We're not getting pregnant. You see, if a girl wants to get pregnant, she can get pregnant at age 10, 11, 12, 13. It's not the university that she comes to learn something new. She's getting pregnant in the university, man. She already knew that shit. So you can't say anything about it. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, yeah, bro. Okay. See, I'm about to shake a certain table. If you are on the table, you might want to fucking get up. Because I'm about to shake it till it breaks. Okay. See, yeah. <laughs> when I hear that peer pressure is not real, I laugh. Because it's one of the realest things that has taken a lot of forms now. Right now, peer pressure doesn't come in your friend coming. Hey, my friend, yeah, what's up? Yeah, let's go and smoke. Hey, my friend, let's go drink. Peer pressure comes with the eyes, yeah? That's how it has it has evolved. It comes with the eyes. You see your brother, your sister like this, drinking, smoking. So, mm, I want to try. Oh, I want to try. You can do that. Nobody's stopping you. You can try what you've not tried before. You could be adventurous. But one thing you should never let. Peer pressure, Bob, is your relationship. Do not date because of peer pressure. Hey, relationship Twitter will kill us. See, I'm the one shaking the table. Go and tell them that it's me, Chloe, Adadi. I am shaking this freaking table. Relationship Twitter will kill us. See, because of relationship Twitter, someone can go and go and text the boy that she does not like, or someone can go and text a, a girl that he doesn't even. Everyone is trying to by force, by force, find a boo. Chrisiata said, I'm looking for a boo. I just want to put my hands on someone's daughter, too. He's not. See, some people in another, like, let's take it in another form. Some people don't really want, like, love or are looking. Some people are not really looking for a relationship for a relationship's sake. Some people are just, you know, trying to please the public eye, which is wrong. And it's a form of peer pressure. Yeah. You are, yeah, you are being influenced by the society. Did I say society? Yes. You know, when we did social studies, hey, because social studies are forgotten. Yes, but social studies, a society is a group of people that have influence or that have power or something like that. Mm-hmm. So that you are being influenced by the Twitter society, your friendships, you know, that thing. Man, don't do that. Or you will be in a lot of relationships and they will all fail because peer pressure has barbed you. You see, that is why they will not understand why we should date because you are doing it wrong. You are doing it all wrong. It's not like you found somebody that you love or you are just following the trend. Dating is a trend. If you don't have a girl or a boy, you slack. Don't use your your 
peer pressure or don't use peer pressure to go and get boy or girl please do not hurt somebody's child or do not make somebody sad hmm? because you are following what your peers are doing my dear my dear i beg please stay safe stay safe do not go and hurt yourself because of peer pressure please stay safe hmm? All right. I hope you get what I'm talking about cuz I'm just I'm just starting to tip the table of see peer pressure can make a girl who is a good calm quiet girl go and show her breast on Twitter because I mean I mean I'm not part of the the group if I don't do it. So why not do it? Peer pressure has really changed. Hey, come to think of it, it has really changed. See, at first these tell us that peer pressure your friend will come and say, "Oh, Kojo, let us go and smoke weed. Oh, Kojo, let us go and drink beer. <laughs> but now you go to bloom, yeah? And then you see your friend. Your friend is taking the motherfucking shot. And then you're just like, ah, I cannot let, I cannot be left behind. So give me that glass. Let me drive the freaking boat. And, and no, 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 that's all. You've been, you've been, you've put, you've been put in the pits. No going back. <laughs> yeah, I'm not I'm not perfect. Yeah, I'm not perfect. I can tell you these things because I have lived through it. So I'm just I'm just taking you through my journey. I'm just taking you through my journey. So I hope you guys are not there thinking, mm, she's acting perfect. She thinks she's perfect. Yes. Yes. If what people say about people killed people, I would not be alive. Shit. I hope you got what I said. <laughs> so my question right now is, is it difficult to tell your parents that you are dating or not? Especially if you are maybe in your first year or your second year of the university. Is it easy to tell your parents or do you think they'll understand why you're dating or they're going to give you a case? Me, I think my mom would probably get it that I'm dating someone. But then it depends on how I tell it. Because she might probably act up the first moment i tell you i don't know just figure it out just think about it will your parents like you dating they not Mm. it's story time who's ready for a story so we have our we have an international student story in ghana so i'm going to read this out and then you're going to (laughs) you're just going to listen I don't know what the story is about because personally I've not read it, but it's about dating and about falling in love. So I hope you guys have fun because I think I will too. So let's start. <sighs> I call myself spending more time at Ish. Okay, so then it's a University of Ghana story, okay? I, I call myself spending more time at Ish than my own dorm. Dorm? Mm, are you sure? Why would you use dorm? Okay, fine. A woman's dormitory called Volta Hall. At some point, I subconsciously began to suspect that my feelings for this boy were becoming deeper, and perhaps my reason was behind. Oh, that is me too. Sorry. <laughs> and perhaps the reason was behind my desire to linger around Ish for a long time. We had a conversation once to clarify our intentions, and I insisted that I did not want a commitment because I was too young. You see? You see, some people think like that. (laughs) Because I was too young and reluctant to acknowledge any of his objective to be anything more. 
As the days passed, I realized how much time we were spending together. Looking back, I am able to pinpoint the exact incident where feelings began to all become apparent. My crush had fallen ill to a severe case of malaria, and I made it my mission to nurse him back to health. Nurse yet? The doctor's in the house. <laughs> okay. I went out of my way to sneak food into his room. Wow. Okay. Made sure he drank all his medication and stayed hydrated and even watched over him while he slept so I could readjust his blanket if he got cold. Hey, we have to clap for all our health workers out there. <laughs> Those who are professional and non-professional. <laughs> it was in that moment that I found myself feeling vulnerable. I didn't like the feeling of being exposed to any possible injury. And I reminded myself that I shouldn't get too attached. Especially since I was unsure of his feelings and if they were reciprocated. Knowing that my days in Ghana were numbered, I desperately grasped onto every moment and although i was completely breaking my own code which was to never focus on one boy for too long she said not focus on one boy that means she can focus on two or three more but that's the that's that's the spirit <laughs> that's the spirit okay not focus on one boy for too long i reassured myself that it was okay for him to receive my affection as long as it made me happy and he did in fact make me happy we spent a lot of time watching movies on his projector oh isn't he cute he had a projector you know the voice i know you watch on a laptop tablet if you don't like you sleep yeah <laughs> watching movies on his projector eating and laughing and he took care of me but he took care of me in a way that didn't feel like he was bending over backwards to cater for me but in a way that made me feel safe too and then love happened it crept up on me she's going to give a whole description of how the love answered her <laughs> let's listen <laughs> it crept up on me so unexpectedly after two years i couldn't run from it anymore and although i tried extremely hard to fight it i finally succumbed to its beauty i realized that my past relationship had left me in a very bruised idea of what love should feel like i knew that it wasn't loneliness or lust that led me into falling in love Instead, I'd found someone who is humble and genuinely regarded me as an equal. Gave me all the patience in the world. Someone who looked at me as if there was no one else in the room. So there it is. Hmm. I had fallen in love with Ghana and I had fallen in love with someone in it. And I realized that this boy embodies everything that I love about Ghana as well. And although the heartache that I felt when I left Ghana was one of the most difficult I've had to endure, I wouldn't trade my experiences for any material possession, possession or amount of money. In fact, as I replay certain moments in my head, I would give anything to relive it again. Would I recommend falling in love abroad? Most definitely. Hey, Shadi, Shadi, Shadi has 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 found.
found love. Oh, she found love. Oh, <laughs> there's something very beautiful in leaving tiny pieces of yourself and your heart scattered all around the world. Mm-mm. 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 Error. <laughs> Most importantly, falling in love abroad isn't just limited to a person or a place, but it beca- it begins with falling in love with yourself sometimes over and over again well that's her story i don't know about that but i think it's a cute story how she came to for so apparently she's a um a foreign student she came to ghana to learn and then she fell in love with a boy in ghana now she left the boy in ghana but and their relationship has ended but it was cool she claims it was nice to fall in love or date again in another country. So basically, what she's telling you is my sister dates, my brother dates. Don't listen to what people have to say. Mm. On this note, ah, I'm so sad to leave, but then I have to end. I love you guys. Remember, this is Adulting by Adade, the hottest podcast by a teenager. And remember, you need to love yourself to be loved. Peace out.